biggest thing right now is the fact that we're looking at possibly three rate hikes now. Very different from what we were seeing earlier this year. And did the, did the curve flip already? Like, um, do they uh, do they already uh, have that? Yeah, if you look at uh, if you look at the um, CME FedWatch thing, mm-hmm. there's already been a 25 basis point hike priced into March. Yeah. But now June, uh, I'm sorry, uh, May and June are also priced in 25 rate hikes, and I I would imagine that the chance look, of a 50 has to go up. Exactly, I think for May um, for uh, March might have like there's like a 25 percent chance now or something like that. Yeah. So okay. Things are changing as we speak, man. And, uh, you know, it's been three weeks now where we're looking at spoos being down, but really it, it, it's been accelerating since since uh, Valentine's Day, and that's kind of where we get the hard day hangover from. Let's move to yeah. the next slide. Oh, I'm so pissed about this bar. <laughs> S&P 500 <laughs> looking at the third <laughs> negative week, dollars up three weeks in a row, too. I mean, obviously that doesn't help things, right? We got a GDP number this week that shows it was positive. And um, I mean, obviously, that's a good thing, but it's still kind of in that category of positive macro news is kind of negative for for uh, our markets. And because we're looking at possibly more rate hikes, which is exactly what we're dealing with right now. Again, we got that measure this morning. Um, that's really was one of the main reasons why we're down 50, as we talked about. Yeah, I'm selling them, Frankie. I'm selling them all. Um, <laughs> we also had consumer spending rise. Look, it seems like uh, there's there's no pressure. It would seem on on people overall. I mean, things are generally good, and as a result, it's given the the Fed basically more runway to to keep hiking rates, mm-hmm. which obviously is spooking stocks. Speaking of stocks, Nvidia was up 14 percent on earnings, man, and. From what I heard, they they mentioned AI like I don't know, like like eighty or ninety times on the call. It's a new blockchain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, you know? I mean, Nvidia has AI in the name. It's just in the wrong order. Wow. Wow. I mean, come on. That wow. was a deep cut. Wow. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, like that. That was really good. That was good. <laughs> Yeah, it's I was just, saying, Josh and I were talking about this on Death's One Day. I'm like, look, anybody who has I and A somewhere in the name, they need to like work it out somehow. I don't yeah, even know yeah. what it is. Yeah. If it's, yeah this Do you is the remember same. the Long Island yeah. uh, iced tea blockchain? Green Mountain Coffee Roasters. I knew. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, GMCI. Yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, yeah. blockchain, blockchain, yeah. stock moons. Yeah. Like, the, it's, it's just a way to pump your it's earnings. Just day. say AI in your conference call and you're golden. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, even what Overstock was mentioning blockchain stuff. I was like, you guys? Oh, Overstock, they get into all of their, they did the blockchain thing. What is that? Radio Shack. O- yeah. OSTK. Down yeah, at 20 bucks. Um, but it, it, yeah, it was in the 60, 70, 80 handle at one point. I know, right? It's crazy. So, Nvidia is the latest one. Obviously, we've we've already we've already heard this rumblings about Nvidia and their AI chips, but yeah. you know it's it's like it's almost coming at a perfect time for them, right? Because the whole PC business is, is slumping. Nobody's buying com- new computers left and right anymore, like they were two three years ago. And so this AI thing has come like at the perfect time for them. I mean, who knew? Mm-hmm. Retail though, uh, Home Depot and Walmart, they both slumped this week on, on guidance, but they also still kind of have these inven- like these higher inventory issues, which we heard a lot about last year. So retail is still in a little bit of a precarious situation. And VIX, uh, it's funny, put this on the slide yesterday. Yeah, it was kind of like, okay, we rose above 22 for the first time in six weeks, but that was two days ago. Well, <laughs> right back there. VIX is above 22 once again. So uh, seeing a bump in volatility. Still no fear, though. I mentioned it with Vanetta earlier this morning. If you look at VVIX, which is volatility of volatility, 
it's still like in the 80 handle. It's relatively low, um, you know, projection of future volatility. I, I mean, yes, we get a little bit of a pop in volatility with the market moves that we're seeing, but it's not like people are running towards the exits here. It doesn't yeah, seem like that. it. Like, it seems like orderly and no fear, really. Yeah, true that. I think because we've kind of been dancing around 4K, mm -hmm. I wonder if something happens if we get below 39.50. It depends on the fashion, I guess, too, right? Yeah. I don't know. Well, we're close. 39.63 right now, low of the session, down 55. I mean, if we get a solid another 50 points off of this. You think uh, we see some volatility? I mean, I think maybe we go to 24, but, yeah. you know, even I don't think the panic comes. I don't, yeah. I don't really know if it produces. You know, that's the thing. Like, the panic only comes when it's something unknown. We know exactly why we're dropping. It's the you know, rates are going higher, right? I mean, two-year yields is exploding right now. Yeah. It's probably strong, but on the week they have, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I don't I don't know. We need, we need not only this yield situation, but something else that we don't even know about to get us to 30, honestly. True. That's fair. Yeah, I agree. We'll get to the next one. Well, there it is, smack dab. <laughs> I mean, uh, Fed's expected terminal rate. It's it's risen fifty points that where we're expected to end, right? Like, it, it, mm -hmm. it was four point eight, and now it's upwards of five point three percent that we're expected to end. And, and keep in mind, we're at four point five to four point seven five. That's the target rate right now. Mm -hmm. So, expect things to go higher. Expect to pay a little bit more on APR on on your credit card. Expect uh, to pay a little bit more on mortgage rates. Are probably going to move a little bit today. I think we were below seven. They're probably going to go back up. Um, it, you should be getting a little more on whatever CD or something you get at the bank, but you, you won't know, they're, be. <laughs> they're slow with that. <laughs> yeah, they're slow with that. They really wait on that. I was actually yeah. looking at those the other day, like for like three months CDs. They were at like, you know, three seven five or something like that, four four percent. I was like, what? Where's the other percent? You know, yeah. you, you short me a half a percent here. Yeah, they, they, don't, they don't. It's not like, you know, costs are rising. We pass this on to the consumer. Yeah, no, no, no. Costs are lowering. We're going to give you well, a discount. Well, they pass it on in the APR that in your credit yeah, cards. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it definitely goes up. It goes up every penny and then some. There's like a little juice on top of that. But when they're when they're paying it out to you, it's a little bit less. There's a nice there's a real good spread there. I think somebody, a market maker needs to come in and get some of that spread. Oh, they, they know. I mean, that they they are the market maker. They know what they're doing. Right, we need another one. J.P. Morgan. I don't think they give up their uh, spot very quickly, without a fight. No, hell no. Let's move ahead to the next slide. Another bond slide. This is SPY, and this is IEF. IEF is the seven to ten year Treasury bond. But essentially, we've been seeing Treasury bonds and spies moved in the same direction for the better part of year and change. Remember back in November 21, when we had not only Omicron, but Powell was like, we need to stand by inflation. And that's when they declared war on inflation. And this thing has been moving together since. And I don't think we're gonna see uh, what we wanna see from a bullish standpoint in stocks until this thing actually decouples and one is going one way and one is going another. So. Yeah, I mean, bonds and stocks have been moving together. If you look at bond notes today, they're down. If you look at stocks, they're down, right? Because yields keep ripping. So, yeah. you know, this thing changes. What are you going to do, man? Yeah. Let's move ahead to the next slide. Dude, oil, uh, super quiet, especially on the volatility front, man. I mean, uh, look at, you know, the historical volatility, look at implied volatility. It's just falling off a cliff. On on average, if you just eyeball this thing, it's probably been in the 40, 43, 45 range. And it's just died on a vine. I mean, oil has been fairly quiet. 
I talk about this a lot with uh, Vecchio on Future's Power Hour, and it's every time we pull it up, it's just in the range between 72 and maybe 82. I probably haven't touched 82 in a while, but mm-hmm. I think Fair Value for Oil is like 77, 78. I don't know. It's been really quiet. You guys done anything in a while? We've been trading it a little bit, just yeah. kind of buying it when it's low in micro crude oil. But yeah, yeah it's it's kind of crazy when you look at the year-long charts. It has been in the 72 to 85 range for a y- almost a year. Yeah, which is crazy. Is it, the question is: Is the floor built in? Is the the SBR refilling and all that stuff? Is that kind of just the bid in here? Maybe that's suppressing volatility as well. Yeah, and, and like that's a good point because on the news front it's been quiet too. Like we haven't heard much about the SPR, we haven't heard much yeah. about OPEC plus, like there's no meetings, like it's weird. Yeah, it's very quiet. I mean gas is still fairly elevated in, in the Chicagoland area. Yeah, seems. yeah, you don't get that. The, again, that's the same thing <laughs> yeah. like with interest rates. It yeah. doesn't matter what the product's trading for, yeah. you gotta go through the middleman and the middleman gets a skim. It's like natural gas when it was down at two, I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna get like a yeah. fifty dollar gas bill. No, same yeah. same price. Start pumping the, the heating yeah. in the apartment. Yeah. No, I know, right? Change. I mean it's a trip. Guys, about you know, people out there, as you can see, the three of us. We see these inconsistencies in real life in some of these numbers. It's trip. <laughs> of course. Yeah, it's real. Natty gas, though, up 99 cents. You love to see Nine it. Nine and a half cents. Oh, you oh, love God. to see it. It can't, I, it can't go to zero, right? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we, we say there, it's got to be worth something, a penny, two pennies, three pennies, got to be. I told Mikey, because Mikey's been like long this for too long. Since five. I said that if he has a position on when it goes uh, negative like oil did, that's got to be the end of it. You can't trade it again ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like if you the- make if you make Natty Gas go negative, that's that's too too many uh, standard deviations to deal with ever. Oh yeah. my god, way too many. That's really, my god. <laughs> it's just yeah, Natty Gas has been tough, man. Like just yeah. every day. Dude. But although there was two there was two upticks uh, a couple days ago, and I guess is this the this might be the third day in a row. If it's up. It is. I think yeah. the third day is a very good sign yeah. for us. Three day move. Oh, when the last time it was up three days in a row? Mikey might actually scalp out of that one. Yeah, yeah might. we'll see. Let's move ahead to the next slide. Oh, how much more can rates hurt the housing market, man? Um, I mean, that's another thing we've been hearing about. Obviously, rates are going higher again, as we just talked about it. But existing home sales decline for the 12th straight month, which I think is one of the main reasons why when you look on this chart, you see all the, well, not all, you know, you got four home builders here and Home Depot. Mm-hmm. And if I had to guess, you know, with purchase application dropping 28 year low, not, not as many clearly people, uh, I'm not saying there's no homes being bought, but not as many people have bought homes and existing home sales are declining. I think that's one of the reasons why Home Depot struggled on earnings. Uh, you know, most of these stocks are still up on the year, but as rates continue to go up, what's gonna happen in this space? So something to keep an eye on. I mean, volatility might pick up in this space overall, but I've been watching it. I'm sure you guys have too. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it has been interesting for sure. I have a good friend in the mortgage rate industry, and uh, he says it's been pretty wild times for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can imagine. They've had a lot of volatility over these last three years, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, so we yeah. had the last slide. As we just talked about, net gas, man, tumble below a dollar handle, and uh, was the first time since September 2020, but starting to bounce back. Maybe it was the bottom. We'll see. It was, it was, it's trading, I think over the last like 20, the four, 20 to 14 to 20 days is trading like this 
two and a half range. Mm-hmm. And it traded obviously below that over these last several days, but seems to be trying to get back there. I think if for some reason this thing can reclaim, I'm just guessing. I don't know. But I'm thinking if for some reason it could reclaim three, maybe it could sort of stabilize. We'll see. Mikey's with you. I, I'm praying for that. <laughs> no, I'm not sure you are. <laughs> Apple, uh, this week they mentioned their foray into healthcare, this no prick glucose monitoring. But the whole point of mentioning this is I've noticed Apple and obviously Meta too, you know, I'm going to group this together. Meta unveils this new subscription service, or basically they're copying Twitter. But mm-hmm. these guys are starting to try to find new revenue streams, obviously, as, you know, the old stuff just ain't working no more like that, right? They're, mm-hmm. try, they're trying to. Be, they're trying to get back into their growth phases, which is probably going to be next to impossible, but they're still trying with these new different things. And then Russia's invasion of Ukraine hits one year mark, man. I mean, uh, craziness Crazy. that we saw a year ago. It's, it's, it's wild to believe that how fast it's changed, but that gas, look at the price has changed. Obviously, stocks have changed. I, I mean, we're still not nowhere near highs, and yet overseas, in in the in uh, Europe and you know uh, France and UK recently hit all uh, all time highs in markets, so it's kind of crazy. I wouldn't have expected that mm-hmm. to see them hit all time highs before we hit all time highs. Interesting. Mm. Finally, research for the week: Feb twenty two. OJ is legging worth it. Part two. Check that out. See what you think. That's all I got, man. Good like stuff, it. Jamal. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. E-mini S&P 500 future down 53 right now. Uh, we'll see if we get under that 39.50 mark Jamal was talking about. We're going to take a quick little 90-second break and come back, though, with the opening bell. Uh, and we'll get to some trade ideas for fast market after that. So we're going to take a quick little break. We'll be back in 90 seconds. You're listening to Tasty Live. Honey, come clean up the bar. <laughs> come on. Yeah. <laughs> The content of this podcast is created, produced, and provided solely by Tasty Life Inc. and does not represent the direct views or opinions of any of its affiliated companies. This content is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be trading or investment advice or a recommendation that any security, futures contract, digital asset, other product, transaction, or investment strategy is suitable for any person. Trading securities, futures products, and digital assets involve risk and may result in a loss greater than the original amount invested. Tasty Live Inc., through its content, financial programming, or otherwise, does not provide investment or financial advice or make investment recommendations. The information provided may not be appropriate for all investors and is provided without respect to individual investor financial sophistication, financial situation, investing time horizon, or risk tolerance. Tasty Live Inc. is not a licensed financial advisor, registered investment advisor, or registered broker-dealer.